1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy.
2: Fall guy. That's what the poster said?
1: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to
2: make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because
3: nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
2: now. What are you into? Talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. How much time till we're on?
4: Come on, run. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. Oh.
5: I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This
1: is Sports Day with Badge & Sats. Hello and welcome to a Tuesday night edition of Sports Day. No badge. He's still on holidays. You've got Sats and Jace here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello, Scott Sattler. Hello, and the countdown to Christmas. Have you bought all your
4: Christmas presents yet?
1: I know it's a, It's. A I same don't actually. I don't buy. Them. Question to
4: every male the week no. before Christmas.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the family's covered. Put so
4: it that way. I had this particular present. In mind for my wife, yeah. and I've left it too late. And I rang the store today. They said, "No, we don't carry that item anymore." Oh, what? So was now it? it's now it's panic stations.
1: What sort of store was it? Let me try and work out what uh, it, it was. It was a
4: furniture store.
1: Furniture store. Mm. Okay. A couch.
4: No, it was like this big chest of drawers, this big <laughs> big hutch. What? Yeah,
1: they don't carry that that model anymore. So I don't know what to. I don't have to buy. Mate, she's got everything. Uh, you don't need to get her anything. She has got, she'd be happy with nothing. She'd just be happy that you're happy. Mm. How's that sound? Yeah, it won't work. A little work. bit corny. Uh, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, our SEN stations as well. 1170 SEN in Sydney, 1620 on the Gold Coast, of course, SENQ, 693 AM in Brisbane, 1323 AM in Canberra, of course, SEN track stations, and of course, those listening via the SEN app. You can download that wherever you. Uh, get your apps from, whether it's Google Play or the Apple Store. I um, want you to be involved. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170 is our phone number. What is a good last-minute gift idea, fellas?
4: Let's all help each other out we here. We actually haven't got much to talk about tonight, so can you build our content for us? We've got plenty.
1: Have we, we have got plenty to talk about, but... We should actually help each other out. Majority of our listeners are male. We'd love some of our female listeners to be involved as well on 0457-736-736. Fellas, let's help each other out. What is a good last minute gift for your loved ones? I,
4: I think this there'd Christmas? be a there'd be a majority of males that would say gift voucher. Shopping center, we gift could be voucher. shocked. Now, can I ask you this? Okay, Mm -hmm. we've got true or false tonight, haven't we? (laughs) We've got true or false. I'm going to add this as an early true or false. Okay. True or false, my wife and I had an argument about this the other day. True or false, buying a candle for someone is lazy.
1: No, False. You don't think it's lazy? Because that's my go-to. I think it's lazy. Straight into Kmart, six bucks, bang, done. I haven't even got my wife anything for Christmas this year.
4: That doesn't surprise I me. Just let her,
1: no, I just let her go and get it, mm-hmm. and she then gets what she wants. The girls and I have, have bought a gift, but I'm sharing that with the kids. So if she doesn't like it, she can blame them. But, no, no yeah. I've, you know I've got nothing for Christmas? The only thing I've got for Christmas, if something I've bought – Turns up during the day and I'm not home. They wrap it and chuck it under the Christmas tree. Mm. That's not a Christmas gift. That's good gear. I like that. It's not fair. Yeah, it's showing initiative. <laughs> not when I go. Hey, has anyone seen that part I bought? I need it for this. This not not like a car or anything. It could be. It could be computer. I'm just looking at the size of your head. You'd you'd be hard to buy a hat. Be hard to buy a hat for you. Matt, I've got. I've had a printer cartridge wrapped up for Christmas. It's like I, I need to print stuff now. Hence why I bought it from Officeworks so I can use it. Anyway, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Any last minute uh, uh gift ideas to help Satsy out. I've got a because it is Tuesday true or false, I've mm. got one for you straight up. Turkey is the most underrated meat. Underrated. Mm. Mm. I, it, true. Yeah, I, I'm with you because yeah. How often do you roast turkey at home throughout the year other than Christmas? It's outstanding. And it's the best meat for you. Oh, is that right, Scott? Yes.
4: One of the best meats for you. I hear pork
1: is very good for you, without the crackle, of course. (laughs) And then if you don't have crackle on the pork, what's the point? Exactly. It's no point eating a naked pig, so to speak. Uh, Tomorrow night, by the way, I've been holding off. I bought the ham on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, Aria, my eldest, and yep. I—well, eldest by two minutes—her mm. um, and I will have the 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 reveal of the pig uh, tomorrow evening when I get home. Yep. So she will present the ham to me, and then I'll cut the first slices, and then that's that's it. That's our Christmas tradition. It's underway. It's on. Like I'll get up in the middle of the night. She's at the fridge carving bits of ham off.
4: Do you um, do you uh, glaze it? And- no, do plenty of things to it. No, what do you mean, do plenty of things? To it? <laughs> we don't know. Do we mean? don't want to know what you do to well, it when I the family don't. goes to bed. But do you?
1: Gla- you don't glaze it. No, no, That's I have. Boring. No, no, we have it as cold meat, mate. But yeah, I'd love to go to your place for Christmas. <laughs> You're not coming. Please. Not after your behaviour last wow. Friday, Michael from the Central Coast. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. You got some tips for Satsy, have you, mate?
4: Yeah, indeed. I think the uh, best present for the wife or the
1: partner, NRL membership pack, and get her out of the footy. There it is. I like it. What, would you get a... It's probably one of our best calls of the year, I've yeah. got to say. I wish we had something to give you. Mm. I'll send you a couple of slices of my hair. No, we, got, we get a, a copy. Badge sent us a message the other day. One of his mates has just written a book. Are you giving away copies of the book before we've even got them? I Don't do that. No, no. don't do that. We're not giving away any prizes. But can't we give him a... No, we can't. Oh. Okay, because we don't actually physically have them. Uh, Michael, um, can you tell us what you've got your partner for Christmas? Without is she, is she listening or he listening? No, nah, she's not listening. But I might have got
2: her a candle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, lazy. How
1: good that is. Lazy. How good is it? Is it? Is it the vanilla one? I think I, I like the vanilla one. That's it sounds it smells lazy. cheap. Why is it cheap, mate? It's lazy. You can put that it's not on. Not creative at all. You, nah. can, you can run a bath. What's wrong with that? Yeah, they're multi-purpose. You got you got to have a nice coastal sense. Living on the central coast, God's country. Yeah, uh, they had one of uh, uh, of the Penrith Panthers change room the smell. I get it that, but oh, hey, they haven't brought God. those out yet. So. <laughs> All right, Michael, time to let you go, buddy. <laughs>
0: That's
1: time creepy, Michael. See you, Michael. Very bye creepy. Bye. He wants a candle of sweat, mate. Candles are the easy go. You can't offend. It's the jockstrap smell. Oh, mm. what what membership would you get back? Sats, would it be Penrith or would it be the Titans? No, she's a Melbourne Storm fan. Oh, is she? Yeah. Why is she Loves all... Billy Slater. Does she? Well, he's not there anymore, does she know I that? know,
4: but that's why. She loves the Melbourne Storm because of the purple colour.
1: Rightio. Hey, by the way, you can uh, follow the show on TikTok too, Badge Sats. Uh, I don't know why we've got Badge's name in the TikTok account. He's never here. And he's never had a TikTok account himself. <laughs> He does not. He has a. He does have an Instagram page. I saw his origin debut on replay today, nineteen eighty six. Was that his uh, debut? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. I got my missus one of them industrial vacuums that strap on <laughs> the person's back. It frees her up to do the dishes, etc. At the same time, Steve. Oh, no, nah, you can't say that, Steve. I'll get the brand off you off the air. <laughs> I did suggest that. I had three hundred dollars left from a gift voucher at JV and I said. Do you want to get one of those? Because she's always whinging that the vacuum cleaner stuff. So I go, yep. well, I'll get you a new vacuum cleaner. Oh, man. The abuse I copped. So is it rude to ask whether your wife wants a, a
4: vacuum cleaner or something for the kitchen or anything like that?
1: I don't think so. Are you asking me or our listeners? Listeners. Oh, four, five, I wouldn't se- ask
4: you because you're one of the most sexist human beings around. Oh, so four,
1: five, sexiest, did you say? Behind the Chad life. Uh, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Is it offensive to your partner if you buy them a vacuum cleaner at Christmas time? I don't if it's something they need and want, then why wouldn't you? I think it's caring. Mm. Don't you think? I mean you can both use it. I'm not suggesting that it's only your wife or partner use a vacuum cleaner. You can both use it.
4: I don't think it's a good I don't think it's a good move. So the honest.
1: candle's out and the vacuum cleaner's out. It's like
4: Homer when he used to buy Marge a, a bowling ball.
1: That's right. Mm. What about my uncle bought himself a boat, and got my auntie a washing basket trolley. He said, "But it's on wheels. How good is this? You don't have to bend over." <laughs> Meantime, he's out fishing. <laughs> She's doing the washing. Not fair, I know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, let us know uh, any uh, Christmas tips for Sats tonight and what to get the uh, the lovely Beck. Uh, Billy Boy sent us a text. Why is glazed ham have a years by a date and unglazed ham last longer? Merry Christmas. Great show. That's a very good question. We've got a meat expert, haven't we? Tim from Parks.
4: Yeah. Well, he doesn't freeze his meat, so I don't think he is a meat expert. That's a really
1: – gla- maybe it's something to do with the glaze.
4: <laughs> oh, do you reckon? Oh, no. What's it sure. glazed in? Is it maple syrup? It's maple syrup. You can put honey.
1: You, yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. Figs. Uh, figs? Yep. You stick those. They stick out, don't they? Yeah. You yes, see, I don't like those. They taste awful. Hey, on tonight's show, Tim Sheens, you and Bad spoke to him uh, throughout the year. Yeah. And uh, we're going to get him back on the air tonight. We're going to have a listen to that interview against one of the great interviews you boys did. And for the remainder of the week, we're going to look at some of those interviews from this year, Sats. It's a beauty.
4: He's taking a bit of a risk as well, uh, Timmy Sheens. And it's not really a risk because it's a train and trial contract. We'll talk about it really soon. He's been able to bring over the Randwick Rugby Union captain, uh, Ben Houston, on a train and trial, like I said, to the West Tigers. Um,
1: what position, Sats, is he well,
4: playing? Well, he's a, he's a lanky sort of, in rugby league terms, like a back rower right. sort of, you know, and... Um, he likens him to a bit like when he brought Ben Kennedy over to the Canberra Raiders and mm. turned out a, a, a huge success in, in rugby league. And Kennedy would have been a huge success if he stayed in rugby union as well. But uh, so
1: he's looking at that from from that perspective. Ben Houston apparently very athletic. and uh, But, Sats, who's going to lift him every time someone passes him the ball? Mm. A good point. Mm.
4: Good point. Probably play front row in rugby league. Okay. I think. Well, yeah. No one's
1: going to be lifting him.
4: Can I ask, can I, yep. sorry to put you on the spot here. We always talk about rugby league players that have gone to rugby union. Our good mate Matty Rogers was a huge success at rugby union and what, nearly 50 tests for Australia and still didn't know the rules. Um, what about rugby union players that never transitioned across the league? What are some of the, through our golden era, Tim Horan. Rugby, Tim Horan.
1: Would have been an outstanding centre. Yeah, you
4: know, he, he agreed to sign at the Crusaders for their first year, 1995, and just pulled out at the last moment. Did he? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Stephen Larkham. Oh. Running, five, rugby, run, running
1: number 10. And, and a good-sized body too. Yeah. You know, Does he remind you a little bit of Laurie Daly, or is that just because of the Canberra connection, I'm thinking?
4: Yeah, Laurie's probably quicker than him.
1: Yeah, right, okay. I'll
4: tell you a player I think he would have been a really good winger. In rugby league, Joe Roth. Remember Joe Roth? Mm. Big winger. He mm. would have been really good in the league.
1: All right, great front rower, slow as. Like, we're talking about he would have been great in the 80s. Matt Dunning. <laughs> Matt Dunning, my hero. Now a, he's lost weight. I don't like it. There's him. only some positions in union, I think, <laughs> that could transition across the league and vice versa. No, but old
4: days. We're talking old school no. league, not
1: nowadays.
4: There was an Australian front rower by the name of Tony Darcy. All right. He was one of the best front rollers in rugby. Came across and played for Penrith and it just I think he ended up in second grade or third grade, whatever it may be, just couldn't transition across. Mm. So what are some of the some of the old rugby union players in our golden era that, that could have made it in league? I mean, George Gregan would have been good at halfback.
1: Oh yeah. Mm. Any of those in the halves, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Don't okay, I
4: don't know how good his long kicking game would have been, but his running game would have been great.
1: All right. O four five seven. 736 736. Who do you reckon would have made it in league from Union? That's what you want to know? Yep. Or oh, 1300-01-1170. Uh, some gift ideas. Any perfume by Chanel, Sats? Doesn't matter what it smells like. It's about the name. Cost you 200 large. However, the bottle will last most of the year, and you get good returns if you know what I mean. Mm. That's from 231. Mark says a spa day voucher. Yeah, that's always a good. One. It's a little bit lazy as well. Have you ever had a couples massage? Yes. I can't do that. Oh, I don't like it. Mm. I don't. Like, I just if I if I'm having a massage, it's just me and the masseuse. I don't want other. I don't. Want, the what? The masseuse. The, what? <laughs> what? What? You what are you, know. What's wrong? What's wrong with masseuse? He no, said masseuse. I did not. <laughs> Hey, listen, uh, great sporting moments of 2022. One of my favourite highlights coming up tonight. We'll get to that uh, real soon. We're still getting through our. <laughs> what's coming up on the show. Um, hidden talents. I had this conversation with you on the phone today, and I still don't believe it. <laughs> but you weren't, were you? What? A bull riding person, athlete, when you were 20. You were not. No, I wasn't. <laughs>
4: I had you going for a while. But no, didn't you didn't. I. I didn't believe I said it. I was in the top 15 bull riders in Queensland when I was 20. Right, yeah. And I got two belt buckles at home from, from shows that I'd won awards at.
1: There's been a fight in the Sports Day uh, office this afternoon. Jack, if you've got a second, if you could just come in. Uh, there was a massive argument between Scott Sattler and Jack McDonnell, our producer, today. Is that Jack's last name? McDonald, as in had a farm, not, mm-hmm. not as in the, the ginger clown. But you had an argument saying that uh, Jack written on a piece of paper going, which reindeer? What? what how was it worded, Jack? Uh,
2: which reindeer? Which of Santa's reindeer would be the fastest?
1: Yeah, and Sats believes it should say which of uh, Santa's, Santa's reindeers. Yes, would be the far. I think you're incorrect. I think Jack's right because he's the smartest one in the room. No,
4: we're both right because it's the plural is reindeer, or reindeers.
2: Yeah, but I didn't scream at you, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're mm. wrong.
4: Mm. You know what I mean? You, doesn't matter how you say it, you said it to me. Mate, put your hand no, mate, up. I, 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 I ain't been away because you <laughs> said to me, no. I just wrote that Put it's your reindeer. hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. Yeah. What I'm saying, if we went down to a shopping centre mm. and we said, is it Santa's reindeer? Talking about the entire group of reindeers. Mm. There you go, reindeers. Or is it reindeer. reindeers? I think a majority would say reindeers. Oh,
2: look over there, it's Santa's reindeer. Not, oh, look over there! This yeah, be looking You'd be looking for
4: one reindeer. Oh, no, where's you the wouldn't.
2: rest of them? We yeah, don't need would. a shopping centre. Depends, We've got our
1: listeners. Depends which shopping centre you go to. Wow. As well. Well, you really. If you go to one with dumb people, they'll say reindeers.
4: That's that You're going to give us. You're going to give us a, give
1: us a, us a, a you, suburb as well. Or... No, I wouldn't do that at all. Oh, okay. I reckon we should put it out to the listeners. You what you want to ask the whack pack?
2: Yeah. Would they go right? reindeers or reindeer? Talking about the. Collective collective group, collective the group, the group whole, of whole, reindeers.
1: Whole, We're not doing the whole that. Gallery. We're not doing mm. that. Before we go to a break, Ari is cooking dinner tonight, so I'm happy to work back. Tell me if this is gonna work. She's cooking an Asian dish. Now is it she honey had, glazed? No. She's red headed and pale as. Now why, what's that got to do with it? Well, she's she's not an, an Asian cook oh.
2: expert. She's not.
1: You're no, she made the... You're I can't tell you very what, controversial. Yeah, I'm not I being controversial. Mate, if,
2: if Gordon Ramsay was going to cook me a curry, I'm sure it'd be delightful. Bang. Yeah, Thank but
1: you. English cook curries every second day. She's made this dish once at high school.
2: Anthony yeah. Bourdain?
1: At high school. Yeah, but th- this is Aria, right? <laughs> Seriously. She annoyed you last week how fast she was cutting a piece of how bacon. How slow she was cutting <laughs> bacon. But um, if my wife makes... Her beautiful
4: spaghetti bolognese, she's not Italian.
1: No, but th- she's had a lot of experience at that, right? Because she's only – I mean, your wife is, what, 60-something. But Ari is 15. Mm. She's cooked this, this Chinese or Asian dish once. Now she thinks she can cook it for the whole family. Why doesn't she stick in her lane like scrambled eggs or something? <laughs> I, how,
2: much so father, Sats, yeah. how much do you want to bet? so inspiring as a father. how much do you want to bet tomorrow we going to call, guys, I'm feeling sick? Yep. I reckon it's I reckon I got so. very poison. I hope Sats mm. and Jack show. Sure.
4: It's got a ring to it. All right, Jack, go. go. We're getting some uh, nominations. I'm not going to read them out at the moment. But we're getting some nominations about rugby union players that could have made it in rugby league. And I've got a story about one of the players uh, a little bit later on, which we've had a couple of votes for.
1: Right. Yep. Okay, we better go to a break. Jack's not happy. Slam the door.
4: What happens if Aria cooks an Indian dish one night?
1: Are you going to blow up about that as well? No, I still think she should stick in her lane until she gets the correct experience. Mm. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right, mate. Did where, uh, did your kids cook you dinner? And were you ever afraid? My kids have never cooked me anything in my <laughs> life. Have your kids ever paid rent to you as never. well?
4: Never. <laughs> I sort of regretted that when when I said to them once, I'd never charge my children rent. That's oh, why you bring them into the world. But then, mean. when you see how disgusting they are with their uh, with their habits.
1: All right, we're gonna go to a break. I'll better, better rethink that. About her cooking dinner. What are you having for dinner tonight?
4: I'm having butter chicken. Hey, Ma! It,
1: the
3: meatloaf! We
1: want it now! Is it okay? Ma, the
3: meatloaf! My
1: wife is cooking butter chicken. Yeah, she because she's Indian? cooked it. No, okay, that's right no, it's not what I'm saying. Don't twist it around. What, why would you tackle a difficult dish when it's the first time you're cooking it for the family? Because she wants to challenge herself. And our local Chinese restaurant is closed on Tuesday night. So we can't even go there for an emergency meal. Mm. I think it's irresponsible. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment with Tim Sheens.
5: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is
4: Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And our very special guest, Uh, we're very privileged to have him. He's coach Nelly. get this, 800 games Nelly, at the NRL, UK Super League, state and national level badge. You've won premierships with this man. I was fortunate enough to spend my last season of my career with with this man as well. Four premierships at two clubs, a major influence on the game at all levels and for many years and will continue as he takes on the now, the head coaching role in his second stint at the West Tigers, none other than Timmy Sheens. Welcome to Sports Day, Sheensy.
3: Hello, guys. Does that make you sound That's really that old? Nice, uh, That's very nice. 800 interview. games now. In, 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 hey? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Wow. Um, I, some days I feel that too, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and here I am back for more. Are
4: yeah. you mad? What What prompted you to take on the role again?
3: <laughs> oh, mate. Look, football's been my life, really, uh, in real terms, when, when I think back. Yeah, from the time I was seven years of age, apparently the nun said to my mother in primary school, "Tim would be a pretty good student if his head would come in outside uh, from the playing field. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I think my uh, my my life was planned out in from that early.
0: Genji, you came back to help out the West Tigers in an overseeing role, and um, uh, that that kicked in late last year, early this year. Oh, sorry. Earlier this year, was was it ever in the back of your mind that it might play out like this? That you might find yourself in this position,
3: Gary? I I, I didn't, mate. Honestly, I, I came back to to support the club, you know, an administrative role behind the desk. You know, I wasn't flying the jet anymore. I'd been grounded, and uh, that was fine. I'd done that in England in a number, of, a couple of the clubs, mm. um, and was quite happy to do so. Um, and our our ideal well um, sister ideal system mate was going to be someone take it on for the five years as we offered uh, young Cameron or um, And we didn't really you know there wasn't as many obvious sort of other people that we were interested in to to any great degree, and I think our know, Canterbury and even warriors struggled, I think uh, you know looking for the right person and uh, this system this was sort of mooted as a, I suppose it's a Wayne Bennett system, isn't it? Sort of carry someone in your pocket for a year or two and then mm. let them go. Uh, but um, no, no, I guess I, I really didn't think it, it wasn't the ideal thing that I was looking for, but now I find myself probably a different, it's a different feeling too. You're, you're an interim coach, really. You're thinking, I'm thinking two years to lay the platform for the, for young bench. And uh, although I say young bench now, he's, mm. you know, he, He's got a four-year-old and, a, uh, and he's well into his late, uh, mid to mid-30s mid and so. So they're not, he's not that young, but to saying that, uh, he's got the energy of a young man. And uh, yeah, my job will be to lay a platform. I'll, I'll do some time after the coaching in my current role to be there if he needs it, uh, just as a shoulder to talk, you know, someone to talk to about it. But, but basically, I'm setting it up for him.
0: So why why aren't you then if if this is the the right way to go? Uh, and I haven't seen this talked about anywhere. So forgive me if I'm going over old ground. But why aren't you jumping straight into it now, Tim? And I know Noddy's there as a, a caretaker, but why not put that system in place straight away with you and, and Benji, or even you and Noddy?
3: No, well that's that's the secret of it. I think in this uh, that I want to do, but I want to do that. Um, in the background, mate, and work the two boys and get them ready for it. Um, The system that we're using at the moment has been working okay. as in, you know, they're they're working together and carrying the team. I know we're not doing so well on the ladder, obviously, but at the end of the day, um, I think I need to get Benji and and Rob and also finalise the staffing ready for November 1. Uh, We've got a World Cup, of course, where a lot of players are going to go overseas from all the clubs. So it's going to be an unusual pre-season. But we're planning those sorts of things now. And if if we're tied up in actually coaching, we're not going to get the planning done. And I want to really do their pre-coaching before we get there, if you know what I mean. Like we've got two or three months to prepare the two boys. So it makes it a lot easier to get started that way.
4: You've known Benji since he was Mm. 17, Tim. And why him as an assistant and then a head coach? What attributes have you seen in him as a teenager to now that that he could handle such a crucial role?
3: Look, I, he, he's extremely intelligent as far as the game is concerned. Um, he's got the right temperament, in my opinion. Uh, he's certainly got the energy for it. Um, but in real terms, he knows the game. And I think, the, you know, in all the coaches that have sort of, you know, uh, been under me as such, you know, all of them were intelligent for the game. You know, you, you know, I think you need to have that. Then you've got to have the temperament, and that'll be the question mark, the temperament, I suppose, because we never know how everyone handles all the issues that comes that come with first-grade coaching. He's got two years to learn that. Do you think I'm going to be pushing him forward? Yes, I am. He's going to be involved in everything, in every department, in everything that he needs to be. So it will be a fairly um, intense apprenticeship. Um, he just won The Apprentice, so I suppose he's all right <laughs> at doing those things. Um, but no, he's he's keen to get involved in everything. Uh, I'll be setting it up for, you know, the kids that we've got are, are probably three years away, so he'll be there at that time, and uh, and I need to introduce him to all of that as well. So, you know, I've had a good look at those kids this year. We've signed uh, all the kids pretty much that we want to sign out of our system, and we've got a, a really good system again next year. So. You know, he's keen. He's come from a sort of a junior system through through us, even though it was Kibra High. They were our school, and uh, he played enough games at this club to be considered a junior, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, both he and Robbie, um, you know, I raised them in many ways, you know, from 19 to, well, as you say, Benji was 17 to, to the late 20s. So they, they know me and I know them, and they, they the game that we played had a lot to do with Okay, some of my ideas, but certainly their abilities and their skills. So we um, will turn that. We're the worst side in the league for for scoring points and tries, and that's my first aim: is to turn that round.
4: Well, you did that with the 2005 team, and you have developed so many former players into great coaches. I think the most in the history of the game, and, and Benji is another one of those, as long as well as Robbie. Now, are you confident that Benji? will look at you as someone that he could challenge Sheensy, or will he still have that, I suppose, that father figure mentality when he looks at you as as an assistant coach?
3: (laughs) Sats. Sats, please. (laughs) uh, I'll have trouble controlling both of them in real terms. (laughs) Uh, They'll challenge, don't worry. They challenged me when they were 18, in different ways, I suppose. But certainly, um, both boys were the sort of boys, and and you guys are the same, honestly, uh, is... If I said something now and then said something different in three months, they'd pick me up on it. And I'm sure you two would have done the same thing. Now, people who are, people are really smart in the game, I'm giving both you two a rap here, too, boys, so uh, I like that. You know, they remember things and they need to be challenged and they need to be, you know, um, they're, they're unhappy if they're not learning something. Um, and that's what I think most of the guys that have really made successful coaches, or if you don't go the coaching way, you go the media way. You got to have an intelligence to the game. If you survive the media or the coaching game, you know you know the game, and you've got some sort of personality to go with it. And that's what these guys have got.
0: Tim, how how has coaching changed since you know you start in the eighties, nineties, success right through uh, into the two thousands, and or, or fundamentally is it still the same? Um, perhaps with the the current players just a little bit different.
3: Oh mate, uh, every generation I've had like four, going on five generations, but mm. they're all different, and you've got to be able to move with them and stay ahead of them. Um, you know everything from you know uh, the old days when the backs, you know, the forwards wrapped around and the backs went together, and you had centres playing next to one another and the five metre rule. <laughs> I mean, I've even played under the unlimited tackle, let alone the four tackle and then the six tackle. So. That's how far I go back. But in saying that, you know, the game has improved as well. And I think it improves if you try to improve it. In other words, don't do the same as everyone else does. Um, And I think the success, if anything, that I've had is the fact that I I try to be different to other people and not necessarily follow the same track. And these two boys are exactly that. I mean, I learned all about kick returns from you, badge, right? How you ran those kick returns with uh, Chica? So little (laughs) things like that. Mullins then almost perfected that because he was twice as fast as you.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, in saying that, mate, yeah, those things you pick up, you learn, you and I've been learning all my life. I've never think that I know it all. And these two lads are the same. Um, But uh, we do think alike, and that's going to be, and we will, we will. Obviously, coach alike, and I think we will um, we will recruit alike. Yeah, you, know, you generally recruit your style, and I always look for offensive players. I mean, we were. Um, you know, I, I don't don't get me wrong. I don't mind. You got to be able to tackle. Um, you know, even you had a go at that badge, but um,
0: occasionally,
3: <laughs> occasionally, mate. You threw yourself <laughs> in there. Don't worry. You got to throw yourselves in the spokes, spokes of the wheel, and you did. <laughs> yeah. um, the, uh, the idea is so um, is to move forward with the game, and try to stay ahead of the game, and I think that's the secret of it. And these two guys are in that sort of... They're that type of lad. And nearly every coach that, that has, if, if you call it the system... I mean, I don't take credit for that. I mean, I, I encourage them. But, you know, um, in saying that, you know, you, you're on your own when you coach. You know, it's not a matter of I can identify... It's hard to identify who you think are going to be a great coach. It's like a five-year thing. Ask me in five years, and if you're still doing it, player or coach, you probably can do it, if you know what yeah. I mean, because that's your 100 games, isn't it? There's your experience. If you survive that, so it's not easy, but you can recognize certain, certain um, you, know, uh, that, you know, personality traits, uh, abilities, and so on and so on. I mean, look at Ricky Stewart, Badge. I said to him once, uh, do you think you want to coach Rick? And he said, no, I don't think so. I said, why not? He said, because I don't know what I'm going to do before I do it. Mm. So <laughs> how am I going to coach anyone? So And yet there he is coaching and doing a good job. You know, So yeah. you, know, it, you, you never know when that, if that's the path that leads and you'll never know whether you're successful. There's plenty of guys who are good coaches but aren't first grade coaches. They're good, really professional assistant coaches. There's nothing wrong with that, I can tell you. Yeah, you know, they work their they work their backsides off actually mm-hmm. more so than sometimes the senior coach. But it's the senior coach that gets knocked around, you know, in the press and and gets sacked first. And that's what Ben's has got to face. You know, the situation of the the three losses or four losses in a row, mate. You know, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. How you handle that? How you handle the criticism and so on. Great yeah. stuff.
4: We could sit here for weeks and talk to you, Sheens. Yeah, I know you love talking about your rugby league as much as what Padge <laughs> and I do. But um, yes. yeah, we want to thank you for, for taking time out. Not my fault.
3: Not my fault. You blokes asked me. <laughs> we did. And we up. love it. It's
4: not my fault. We do. We <laughs> love <laughs> it. Hey, thanks for taking thanks, time bro. out and joining us on Sports I appreciate Day. It. Love you.
3: Mate, it's been a pleasure to be involved
5: with you guys. You know that. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
1: Well, I know Badge, he's on holidays. It's Sats and Jace here for your uh, Tuesday night 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. We'd love you to be involved in the show. A few things going around tonight. Uh, which rugby union player do you reckon would have had a decent crack at the NRL? I see you've got one there for your good mate, uh, Garrick Morgan, uh, Sats. Sats. Fitz,
4: says, I reckon he would have killed it. He already tried. Garrett, he tried hard too.
1: What about uh, what about uh, a, a, a couple of suggestions here? Lincoln from Pottsville and also Dunny, mm-hmm. Jonah Lomu. Jonah Lomu, yeah, he would have been tremendous at rugby league, um, especially when he was at his
4: peak. Uh, in two thousand and seven, we tried to sign him at the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I went and picked him up from the Brisbane Airport, and I've never seen so many media. There was media from um, from Asian countries media from England, uh, driving him from Brisbane back down to the Gold Coast office, uh, media on the back of motorbikes, trying to get footage of him. And uh, he was a huge car enthusiast. And um, and so we got this sort of you know, pimped up um, Audi Q7 nice. from the Frizzelles. And we went and picked him up in that. And, and his wife, he, I think it was his second wife, she was his manager. And she was the toughest negotiator ever dealt with. And so, yeah, he he was pretty much finished. He, well, he was finished, and he was having problems with his kidneys. And and um, the the option to sign him was going to cost the club more than any player in the history of the game. Take Super League out of it. And I remember her saying, sitting in in the uh, the the meeting, her saying, "You're not signing Alomi the player. You're signing the name. Mm-hmm. You're signing the profile." And so, out of not only a sign-on fee, which was which they're asking upwards of around sort of six, seven hundred thousand dollars. Also wanted a percentage of gate takings <laughs> and merchandise Why sold not? as well. Why not? Yeah. So unfortunately, it didn't. It didn't come to fruition and drove him back to the airport that night, and he flew back to New Zealand. All over. Tremendous guy. Look, a big kid, big child he was. Yeah, he's a tremendous guy. He was, and God rest his soul.
1: Another thing we're talking about tonight was the argument you and Jack I witnessed today. It was childish. Um, was whether the proper term uh, is reindeer or reindeers. Put it into context, Jack. In plural. Did, in plural. Yeah. But how did you write it, Jack? Though. Uh, one.
2: Which one of Santa's reindeer would have been the fastest?
1: Yeah. Stupid question, mind you. Let's park that to the side. Mm.
2: <laughs> it feels rough coming yeah. after such a great story. But yeah, no, this was important.
1: And it, it's we all know it's dopey. Uh, but uh, Sats reckons it should right be line. reindeers, right? Ray from Oran Park is weighing in on this great debate. The rubbish that we talk about on this show. Ray, how are you, mate? Welcome to Sports Day.
3: Hey, good. Thank you. Yes.
1: What is it, mate? Um, is it reindeer yes, what... or reindeers?
3: No, yeah, it's reindeer, and that's because of the jingle, you know. All of the other reindeer. So, yeah, there you go.
2: Reindeer. Brilliant, Ray. Really yeah. cool. Yeah, so that's Right, you're that. an idiot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know. you've got no idea. You've got no idea. But it's in the jingle. It's in the jingle. It's in the jingle, mate.
1: I don't know if it's a jingle or a Christmas song. It's but a carol. Yeah. It's but but then carol, upon carol, further research,
4: reindeer carol. and reindeers
2: is used, isn't it? It seems like they yeah. could be interchangeable. So what but if I'm, you have to pick one.
3: Yeah, if you have to pick one. If you have to pick one, one. one you has got to go with the Shh, tradition. Ray.
4: Yep. Ray, if you... you got to
3: go with the tradition, which is reindeer.
4: If you are sure. telling a story about a group of reindeer z No, you did it
1: yourself. <laughs> you just did it yourself. You no, wanted to highlight the S. reindeer No, you did.
4: Would, would you be saying, oh, if you're walking past Santa's little um, igloo and there was, a, there was a group of reindeers, you'd go, oh, what? look at that group of reindeers. Group over of You reindeers? wouldn't say, look at the
1: reindeer. You'd oh, say reindeer I was driving down the
2: road the other day. This group of reindeer rushed me.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. reindeer. Uh, Nathan on the text, it's like reindeer. a reindeer in headlights. Yeah, there'd be only one reindeer in someone's <laughs> yeah, headlights. There wouldn't be they a always, group of reindeers. Mate, they travel in packs, you know
2: that. Yeah. And uh, carry a sled. Yeah. <laughs> Ray,
4: you shouldn't drink after three o'clock. Okay. Right. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray. Ray. What
3: about fish? What about fish? Yeah. Is it fishes. Fishing,
4: fishing? <laughs> <laughs> what about fish? <laughs> a school of fish. Yeah. 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 yeah, um, yeah fish. Yeah. Reindeer, don't fish.
1: You don't say fishes. You can if you want. Unless you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And did you want uh, mate, do you have a suggestion? Uh rugby union player, who could play league. Yours is outstanding.
3: Yes. Yeah. Sterling Mortlock. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. Edge back rower or center. Yeah, yeah, big big outside. Yeah, I think with would go good.
1: Big yeah.
4: outside back. And yeah. you're not allowed to call this show every again. You're too <laughs> you smart. are, Ray. Anytime you're too smart. In fact, Ray, All call right. again tonight, right, mate. Merry mm.
1: Christmas. See ya. There you have it. Are we fine now? Do you are you gonna apologise to Jack? I just
4: hated how Jack thinks he's smarter than everyone else. I
1: was really... He's 17 years of age. Yeah, I know.
4: Hasn't even got his licence. His mum drops him off at work each day.
1: Any chance of dating Olivia are gone, mate. Yep. You've ruined it now. <laughs> he you shouldn't do that to you. We've got to go to break. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. More of your texts. And don't forget too, you can stream every NFL game se- this season live on the NFL <laughs> Game Pass. Adam just say, geez, com. you
4: guys are so boring. I'm going to switch over to Ray Hadley's Christmas carols. Oh, come on.
1: <laughs> Adam, you're right. It's a show about nothing. Uh, we'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility
5: vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle.
1: Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back to the show. Um, uh, you got Sats and Jace here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Just checking out uh, the Big Bash tonight. Of course, Sydney Thunder... Are taking on the Adelaide Strikers. They've won the toss, the Thunder, and elected to bat. Geez, let's hope they go better than they did last time against the Strikers when they made 15 runs. Mm. This game could be over within 20 minutes tonight.
4: Thunder playing again tonight
1: against the Strikers again.
4: Three times in four days. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
4: Good scheduling.
1: Well, I don't know.
4: Strikers my second favourite side, as I said last time. Because of Linny.
1: We should try and get Linny on Thursday night ahead of the homecoming. Are no, you in call Brisbane. him
4: Chris because you actually don't know him. So don't call him Linny.
1: Here he goes again. Uh, on the text, Oh four five You're going after everyone tonight. I, mate, have you? Well, I'm a little bit disappointed in, in our listeners because I thought I
4: had a really good relationship with them. And, and Rooster Muzz has absolutely given it to me about the worst joke last night. He says, I've been lagging with my last laugh, and he said, as a choice of punishment, you've got firing squad, gas chamber, electric chair, lethal injection. If you had a choice out of those four? Well, not a you... night with Glenn
1: from Newcastle. Which way would
4: you go? I'd have to go lethal injection, I think.
1: Because yeah, not... at least you would feel good. Mm. True or false, the real reason Sats is snappy at Jack is because Jack is the new face of the last laugh. If you haven't seen Sats's last laugh from last night, look for Badge Sats, SCN Follow It. It's up on TikTok and it's horrendous. It is, it is, the only thing that makes it half entertaining is the video watching you bite your tongue. That's it. it it's it's the worst joke. It's not it was it wasn't a bad joke. Listen, let's go and have a go and have a watch it. Bad sats S E N on TikTok. It's horrendous. Evening, fellas. I've got plenty of content to discuss. Firstly, I'd like to say how privileged I am to be listening on this day, the day of Jack's Maiden Last Last segment. Oh. You gave it your best shot. That didn't work Who out. Who wrote that? Steve from Dubbo. Steve beat it. Steve's, Steve's working his way into our whack pack, isn't he? Mm. Uh, we talked about Jonah Lomu could make the conversion from rugby uh, to, to rugby league. We've got a really good one here from Daniel who's probably outside of – there's
4: both he and Ray are probably our smartest listeners. yeah. Ray Okola. Uh Gents Ex-Wallabies Brent. Ben Tune Outstanding uh, winger yes. Matt Burke As a fullback Yeah yep. or a centre Stephen Larkham As a 5 Yes Totai Kefu As a middle forward In rugby league All would have thrived Couldn't agree anymore Daniel
1: Totai Kefu Would have been A, a great rugby league Front rower Absolutely I've got a text here From Glenn I want to sh- save it Until after the break Because it's actually Quite funny Really I can't believe I'm saying that Yeah I know I What pro- Yeah I know I know. We'll get to that in just uh, a moment. Gift ideas, sats for Beck, as you can't get her that big chest yep. of drawers now that you were going to get yeah. her. Uh, expensive perfume. Works all the time. Someone's also 758 Titans membership. Yeah. She'd love that, wouldn't she? All right. Going to go to a break. Keep your texts coming through 0457 mm-hmm. 736 736. Some of our SCN stations leaving us for the Big Bash. Make sure you listen via the SCN app. Back in a mall, everyone. Yeah.
5: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
1: Well, no Badgie. he's on leave. It's Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. The second big hour of the show. Get involved, 0457 736 736. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. You can get involved any time you like. Their birthday sale is on right now. Big hour coming up. We're going to get through all your texts, as I say, on 0457 736 736. Or you can call us, 1300 01 11 We'll keep one eye on the Strikers versus the Thunder tonight. Thunder have won the toss and elected to bat in the Big Bash.
4: They've elected 11 people from the crowd to bat for them.
1: Well, they do better. 15 yep. runs, that was a joke. That was the last time they played the Strikers, which was, I think, last Saturday night, wasn't it? So uh, I promised, I prom- we'll get to some NFL stuff in a moment, but I promised I'd read out this text, Sats. Mm. In fact, you can do it. It's probably the best text uh, we've received all night tonight. And believe it or not, it comes from Glenn, one of our whack packers.
4: G'day, Justin, Satch, Jack, and Badge, if you were listening. Badge wouldn't be listening. No. Yeah. Whilst last night was very much one of the mixed emotions for me, particularly given that Laura finished runner-up to Adam on Snackmasters despite a near-perfect 4-and-20 giant sausage roll, her 4-and-20 dog's eye just didn't have enough gravy in it. Stop.
1: What's a dog's eye? A pie.
4: Yeah. Right. You don't want too much gravy in your pie. You just want more meat, don't you? Uh, my emotions were soon lifted, however, when I stumbled across Love Island Australia. You must be really lonely, Glenn, where four couples were about to become three for a grand finale. Perfect result, and a real lift for me when Andy and Jess failed to make the top three. And he said it's reindeer, not reindeers. Um, I disagree with you. You know what? On ke- all fronts,
1: there. You know what keeps me awake at night? What is is w- what our whack pack look like? You know what what. Don't steal my ideas. What do you mean? This it keep you awake as well.
4: No, because I said during the break, I <laughs> hey, said we mate. should profile our whack pack. Like, when you think of, when you think of mate Glen, this the is New, the Newcastle reality <laughs> king. What do you
1: envisage? Couldn't you just go along with it? No. Well, what do you envisage? I, I want our listeners. No, To give us a profile. That can be very brutal, particularly Steve and We'll pick and which, what, what we mates. can and
4: can't read. So out.
1: are we going to start with Glenn tonight?
4: Glenn. I think Glenn's six foot two. I think Glenn's about between 45 and 50. No, 48 and 58.
1: Does he live at home with his mum? He lives with his... <laughs> I think he's got...
4: Uh, I think he parts his hair to the side. Big-rimmed glasses.
1: Yes. Mm. Does he get out of? his... <laughs> yeah. So I want you to. Does pro- he get out of his
4: pajamas at all? Come on, let's move on. Come on. All right. Profile our listeners because I, I, I want. Well, let's just start with one first. I want you to profile Glenn. Grey hair. No, nah, I'm saying brown hair. Right. Yep. Slow, slightly receding. Yeah.
1: Mm.
4: Okay. Uh, Tuesday, true or false? Wears track pants. Most hours of the day. Yep. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. We might get sort of. <laughs> Who actually knows? Who actually knows Glenn from Newcastle? We'll will give us an update. What about dressing gown? <laughs> yeah. Now, stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. And so the Philadelphia Eagles, who you hate and are playing your Dallas Cowboys on Christmas morning, Australian time, they've uh, got a little bit of a Christmas cheer to themselves. Three Eagles offensive linesmen. One of them's Australian, Jordan Mailata, Lane Johnson, Jason Kels. They've teamed up with some famous Philly musicians and recorded a Christmas classic for your beautiful listening. Here
1: we go. This is awful. That's actually Jordan,
4: that first voice. That yep. was Jordan Maylata the, the player. He's 140 kilo.
1: Beautiful voice. My two pet hates, Philadelphia Eagles and Christmas songs combined there. <laughs> I don't like Carol's
4: Nights. You know the ones that are on TV? Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of those.
1: Um, That's very nice. That's not, All the money, though, seriously, from that song is going towards charity, isn't it?
4: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Beautiful stuff. Local
4: charities in, in Philadelphia. Yeah,
1: good stuff. Hey, listen, uh, true or false, by the way, getting back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh 0457 736, 736 for McDonald Jones Homes. If you've got a true or false you want to throw up tonight, uh please do do so and we'll uh, we'll do that in our uh, next segment. Okay. Hey, what about this stuff that's around today? That's uh, about uh, the new Mallee coach Anthony Seabold has has admitted he regrets making a business decision, which. It was a nice offer, five five years, a whole stack of money to go to the Broncos. Not only that,
4: but you're being exposed to Brisbane, which is a huge market yeah. commercially as well. Yep.
1: Uh, he regrets that. And, uh, I mean, you would, wouldn't you? I mean, it was a horrible time in his life.
4: Well, he regrets it now in hindsight after everything that unfolded. But I've got to say, I think Anthony Siebold may have learned a lot from his experience in Brisbane. Took over from Michael Maguire. Very good squad. Assistant coach to Michael Maguire. Makes the pre- prelim final. Signs a big uh, multi-year deal with the Brisbane Broncos. And I've spoken to Anthony Seabold about this uh, after doing a bit of work with SEN throughout the year with NRL Nation. And I actually asked him, I said, what was the hardest part about coaching the Broncos? He said, just the spotlight, 24 hours a day. Uh, When you're coaching a Sydney team, you're sharing the media with other clubs. And you might have one or two at certain training sessions. In Brisbane, you have seven, eight, nine. Mm. And if a player went down injured, and I'd make my way to the, the football office to tell the general manager of footy or the CEO or the doctor. It was already out on Twitter. He said, so the, the spotlight that was, was on you as a coach, I should have expected that knowing what Brisbane was like, being a Queensland boy himself. But he never envisaged it as being as, as big as what it was. And uh, not only that, it you know, it brought upon some, some, uh, quite a, some cruel um, and vicious attack on his family as well online. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, in hindsight, he, he it probably wasn't the right decision. But at the time, as a coach, I mean, there's only 16 head coaching roles. And if you're getting offered an opportunity to go and coach a side that basically dominates southeast Queensland, one of the most powerful clubs off the field, also the Brisbane Broncos, uh, you would take that option every day of the week, mm. thinking that you go there and you could handle the pressure. Now, um, I said earlier on, I, I think you would have learnt from the – the situation at Brisbane from a coaching perspective. He was new as a head coach. And I think uh, after talking to some players that, that were coached by Anthony Seabold, I think that he would learn to simplify the game. Rugby league doesn't need to have an NFL playbook. It's a simple game. And getting the players' heads right is the most important part of coaching and having a really good relationship with them, being a coach that they really want to play for, really enjoy the environment that you that you would create for them. So – I think Manly fans is, you know, I'm a huge Des Hasler fan. And it's, it was sad to see Desi exit the way that he did from the club. But put all that aside now and start thinking about what's happening moving forward. I think Anthony Subob will do a really good job at the Manly Seagulls.
1: What's the main difference between Desi and Anthony? Desi's old school, right? Experience, yeah.
4: That's what it is. Desi just knows he knows the wallpaper of rugby league. He knows how to read his players. He know, he's got a really good relationship with his players. The players that that were so successful with Des, and there's there's a reason why they won premierships is because they love their coach. They were well coached. They were very good at what they did. But their core group stayed together mm. for a long period of time. Des was able to to hold that group together. So. Um, yeah, just experiences the difference. But it, it might be a it might be a fresh start for Mealy. It might be exactly what Mealy want.
1: And it might be exactly what Siebes needs. Yeah.
4: Because exactly. that whole
1: thing with in Brisbane, it ended really badly personally as well, with family being yeah. involved and it must have been a horrible time for him and his him and his family. Um what about this? The New South Wales footballers has confirmed he's prepared to go to the Supreme Court in his fight to have a twenty year ban overturned. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, so if you're on
4: social media, even if you would have you read Fox Sports or whatever it may be online. You, you may have seen this. Matt Neen, he's a he's a bush footy player, plays in the Group Four uh, for West Tamworth Lions. He was handed the punishment. He was found guilty. He was sent off for deliberately shouldering the referee during his team's grand final loss in 2016. Now I didn't realise this was so long ago. I thought this is recent. No. So previous appeals uh, earlier this year have been denied by New South Wales Rugby League. New video has emerged, which has created a lot of support across uh, the sporting landscape. Now, the footage that you see, it shows that he doesn't – he gets penalised in a tackle. He turns around. He sort of complains to the referee like every player does, if they don't agree with it, as he's walking back to get onside. The referee – like we see a lot of referees, they give the penalty, and a lot of them will lift their arm so the player walks underneath it. The referee gives the penalty. He sort of goes under the arm. In no way does he change his line and aim towards the referee. It is a matter of circumstance where if any contact, the most minute contact is is made, Mm. um, and he's been given 20 years now, there's been reports that he has a a history of being disrespectful to officials. It doesn't matter. You've got to base it on this one moment. And if what we're seeing at the moment is the reason why he's got 20 years, it's disgraceful.
1: Mm. Mm. I I agree with you. And – when I saw it, I, I watched it twice. I've gone, I can't see what he's done wrong. Yeah. I just cannot see what he, he has done wrong in that at all. Hey, um, today, uh, England's youngest ever Test player has had an impressive debut on the third day of the third Test in Karachi, claiming three wickets in six overs on his way to 548. Youngest bowler, it's uh, Ahmed, who's only 18 years of age and 126 days. Youngest player to take FIFA, beating... Pat Cummins. Really Patty Cummins was yep. the youngest. Yep, he was the he was the uh Patty was 18 years and 193 days when he took 6 for 79 against South Africa in tw- was 2011.
4: He, he played for Australia at 18, Patty yeah. Cummins. Yeah. Wow. You can understand spinners spinners are, are introduced a little bit earlier. Pace bowlers yeah. a little yeah. bit later. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I didn't realize that Patty was 18. I shouldn't say Patty, I don't know, him. Pat Cummins was um was debuting at 18 years of age. Yeah, so England won a 3-0 yeah, up. Yeah, they won after, the series. Yeah. After um, beating, what, Pakistan by eight wickets. Yeah, Whitewash, yeah.
1: they have three zip England. Another great test series, by the way. Soccer Uh Socceroos will reportedly climb 11 spots to 27 in the world rankings uh, after they finished 11th at the 2022 World Cup, which is nice. Um, I don't know what that means for Australian soccer. Do we get a cash injection, uh, uh, Jack? Do we do we get anything for that? I wouldn't think you would. Would you just for finishing? The players earn – the players get a quarter of a mil. Each but, player? Yeah, for, for in, in that squad for competing at the World Cup.
4: Wow. And that comes from World Soccer? That comes from FIFA. Wow. Okay. I think one of the most exciting, I suppose, developments out of the World Cup as well is a guy that was – before the World Cup and before we officially qualified, many calling for his head. But a French daily newspaper, La Equip, which is known as basically the voice of, of soccer, they rated Graham Arnold as the World Cup's number one coach. No world, world clear of the Argentinian what? coach Scaloni. On what grounds? I suppose where they sit where we sit on a world ranking and get them through to the position they did. I mean, everyone's going to expect Argentina. Argentina to be in the top, you know, the final four or six. But to get Australia from where we sit to where we ended up is, and to, to push Argentina the way we did, 2-1 in the end, and make them very nervous, I suppose it, um, falls, it falls in his favour.
1: Um, some good news uh, coming out of the tennis world uh, this afternoon that Nick Kyrgios is announcing his retirement from tennis. Is that right? If he wins a major.
4: A Grand Slam.
1: What? He's yeah. serious? Mm. No way. I got excited about that. So is, is that a singles major or the double? He's done the double. See, Nick. That was a major. He won the doubles at the Australian Open. So well done, buddy. You're not is, a fan, are you? Is, does it have to be a singles? Does it? Yeah, well, he's obviously talking about a singles title. If he wins oh. a singles title, he'll retire. Okay. Can... Any, of the, I know a lot of the, the the professional tennis players who will be competing at the Australian Open are listening to us right now. Mm. Joker, all of you, can you please let Nick win this year, the Australian Open? Do us all a favor, let him win. is there a part of you that likes the way that he's no made the thing made the crack tennis at, a little bit more interesting? The crack at Ash Barty, and even even, even if it yeah was, that was poor, but even if it was tongue in cheek, it, it's still not. Mate, just shut up. Just shut up and bowl. <laughs> just stop, mate. Don't have a crack at Ash Barty, even if it is tongue in cheek, right? Now we've got breaking news. Oh, here we go. From
4: Phil at Mudgie. Yep. Guys, watch this space. Next Tigers signing Jesse Ramian for two years after Christmas. If that's true, obviously you must be getting a, a release. I wouldn't see the Cronulla Sharks
1: releasing a centre like Jesse Ramian, Phil. Mm. Hey, uh, rugby players to NRL. Uh, Paul from Belrose said this. would loved uh, Topo Rodriguez. Topo Rodriguez is a front row Argentinian who represented
4: Australia. Uh, just to hear Rab say his name. <laughs> yeah, he played in one of the very good eras for Australia. I think he was around when, yeah, Alan Jones was the coach. Yeah. At I Grand worked, Slam.
1: I worked with his daughter. In Canberra. Topo Rodriguez? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Or daughter or daughter-in-law? I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, no, daughter-in-law, I think. Yeah. He, he's a hero. Oh, yeah. He's a absolutely. national hero. Uh,
4: swan dog from Gloucester? Gloucester. Gloucester. Is that around the Newcastle area? Gloucester? Not sure. Central Coast? Not sure. George Smith from the ACT Brumbies and the Wallabies. Yeah. I wonder what position he'd play. I'd I reckon he'd be like a lock
1: forward, like a third front rower. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Yeah, in rugby league.
1: Hey, lads, I think good uh, coverts would have been. Oh, coverts? No, converts. Converts. Uh, Would have been Jason Little, John Hipwell, and Andrew Slack. Andrew Slack? Slack Slacky. Good
4: defender. Yeah. Andrew Slack. Jason Little was an amazing player. The combination. Timmy Horan. Yeah, outstanding. Outstanding. Um, Any more? Yeah, like, we've we've got uh, a few here actually. Um, Muzz says Woogie Worm and Jack Tim Horan. You said that outstanding. Yeah. David Campese would have been entertaining. I don't know about defence. Mark Ella, he's a oh, given. Yeah. Any he's, Ella He's just good at everything. Yeah. Simon Poidevin. Yep. Yeah, Simon Portovin would I think he would have been like a Wayne Pierce work workaholic like Lock Forward George Smith. Yeah, we've covered Christian Cullen. Outstanding anywhere from fullback to centre to wing. Uh, Michael Jones, yeah, he would have been amazing, Michael Jones, a back row or a lock forward. How good
1: was rugby back in these oh,
4: days? D- Brian O'Driscoll, the great Irishman, would have been a tremendous centre, a winger. Uh, Rory Underwood, Jason Leonard, Brian Habana, the South African, would have just lit rugby league up on the wing or as fullback. Um, yeah, the list is almost
1: endless. Would you like right, Muzz? Would you find a spot for John Eales in a second row somewhere? No. No, too tall?
4: T- yeah. Probably front row, if anything. Probably yeah, he might be a bit of a back too row. T- too tall, f- front row. Yeah, I, I don't think he. Even though he was quick, I don't think he's. I don't think he get to top speed quick enough. Yeah, right. Okay.
1: Mm. Uh, and one more too, because we've got our sporting moment tonight's is. It's one close to my heart. I love this sporting moment of 2022. Evening shaggers best 2022 sporting moment, the brutal battle for Alliance Rabbitohs versus Roosters elimination final. Yeah, you're
4: right. Yeah, it was outstanding. Thank
1: you, Reptile.
4: The Roosters, that game sort of reflected what the Roosters 2022 season was all about. It was just a rollercoaster. It was injuries before the match, during the match. There was so many brilliant moments. Frustration as well in that game for everyone. Yeah, it was a great game.
1: Uh, Shotgun shine, by the way, trying to help you with a Christmas gift for your lovely wife, Beck. G'day, guys. Hey, Sat. Sorry, mate. But if you listen to the Christmas carol, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, oh, this is actually not about that. Mm. It's about, it's not reindeer. So
4: have we... But he's saying, I've been sticking $300 in a card for years now. I'd have never had a single whinge. The upside of that is she gets what's, wh- what she wants or needs. Yeah, but deep down shotgun, she's saying, this miserable bastard. He's just going to give mm. me money. Mm. And he, she there's no look, creativity about but, him but, at but all. And
1: let's be honest, she doesn't need the coin. She's the breadwinner.
4: She is. Absolutely she is.
1: Yeah, but you're not going to do one of those stupid gifts where you write little notes and she goes to the next shop. We're not going to do that. You've given up on that now. I'll note. do
4: that for a 50th, her birthday.
1: Will you? Hmm. Surely you got to give up. You've got to stop trying now. Like, you've been married for how long? I need a new barbecue. Should I buy her a Barbie? There you go. Yep. Get her a Barbie, mate.
4: Yeah, or a Ziggler.
1: Yeah, no, get her a Ziegler, uh, a Ziggy from Ziggler and Brown. Yeah. But then you buy her the Barbie, mate, the thing that flips the sausage. It does everything. That It cuts the meat. You can poke the sausage. What? What's that do? How does that work? The Barbie mate. Oh, you okay. can open a beer with it. You can cut the meat. Mm-hmm. You can you can poke the sausages with it as it mate. It's the best thing ever. Now Swanee Muzz says uh, Glenn would definitely use brew
4: cream in his comb over. Has have excessive ear and nasal hair, and reads
1: Mills and Boone, Boone books. What? What? Is a catch. We're going to go to a break. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, we're going to look at uh, the greatest sporting moments of 2022. And don't forget, too, to send through your – what are we doing on Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday drew false. Yep. Throw some at Sats, would you? 0457 736 736 for McDonald Jones Home. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand
5: utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
1: Yeah, welcome back to the show, No Badge. Uh, Sats and Jace here tonight for your uh, Tuesday nights. Tuesday, true or false, Coming up soon, get those into us, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 uh, 1170. Join Robson Civil Projects, jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. About to get into our greatest sporting moments of 2022, but Sat, some breaking news.
4: Yeah, Football Australia has issued two life bans to spectators involved in the the anarchy that we saw at the the A-League on the weekend, the Melbourne Victory fans, after working with Victoria Police, the sports governing body issued a 23-year-old man and a 19-year-old man um, two bans from all related football activity uh, to not be allowed to attend any Football Australia-sanctioned match, including A-League matches, Australia Cup, National Premier League, yada, yada, yada. So I'm I'm reading in between the lines, uh, the two, there's been three that have... Um, presented themselves to police. Mm. Two of those three have been given life bans from any A-League match. Uh, When we do our true or false, I don't think that's enough, but I'll I'll, I'll get your opinion on that in our true or false. And only
1: two at this stage. Only two at this stage. Hopefully there'll be some more because I saw a lot more people run onto the field. Yep. Um, All right, let's get to something more positive. And this this actually involved an invasion of the ground, didn't it? Yep. This event, one of the great sporting moments of 2022, had to be the big bud getting his 1,000th goal.
5: Stunned by the foot of
1: Duncan, then he got crashed into, which opens up possibilities.
5: Warner, here comes Buddy. He doubles back. The kick's going his way from Warner. Yes! Security guards ring the SCG on a Friday night. There's Swan supporters. There's Hawthorne fans. Everybody is watching. Buddy Franklin, with the eyes of the football world all around the country on him. And as the greatest showman, he likes it this way. He's 40 metres out. He comes in. The crowd comes in. He's got it. A thousand goals for Buddy Franklin. Perfectly, Franklin. A thousand goals. He lives out a million people's dreams. And this is a sight to behold.
1: Yeah, it was. Certainly was at the SCG. Then the uh, the ground was invaded by, oh, it had to be at least 10,000 hmm. spectators as Bud tried to get off the ground. A lot of the Swans players actually left the stadium and came back, came back in from outside. It was a magical moment. He joined the Swans in 2013. He's still a long way away from great plugger. What was it, thirteen hundred and sixty? Well, he sits five goals. on
4: the all-time career goals. Yep. And at the moment, he's got 1,047 Buddy Franklin. Signed another year. Was it one year or two? Yeah, one-year one,
1: one year extension. One yeah.
4: year for 2023. Number one, Tony Lockett on 1,360. And that'll never be – I don't think that'll ever be caught. You wouldn't think anyway. Uh, we always said that about Ken Irvine's 212 tries. It looks like it might be caught by Alex Johnson, barring injury. Yeah. But such is Buddy Franklin's dominance of the AFL throughout his career. He made his debut back in 2005. So that what's, what's that? So that's 17, 17 years. years. 17 years. Yeah. 17 seasons. Now, let's look at some of the current players that are in the, the top 20. You've got Tom Hawkins, who plays for Geelong. He made his debut in 2007, 15 years. So he's at the back end of his career. Uh, Tom Hawkins on 732. So he's still hmm. 300 goals behind. And ahead of him, um, sitting in, um, where is it? Yeah, it's uh, Jack Revolt. He's sitting on 755 and number 14 on the list. And he's been playing for the last 15 seasons as well. So it's fair to say it's going to be a long time before we see a player get anywhere near Mm -hmm. the likes of Buddy Franklin, Gary Ablett Senior and co. I
1: don't think we'll see another player again. Kick a thousand goals in footy, not mm. not the way not the way the the game has changed. There's not too many true full forwards in the game anymore. Sats, yeah, He's stand in the goal square and take mm. marks. Not that Buddy just does that as well. He's got this amazing. Well, we've seen
4: Dusty Martin. They sort of start him, basically a roving role, and and they
1: and he's not a full forward,
4: and then move him up forward. Yeah, later but... on in the game. So yeah, you're right. He's...
1: A true full forward is your buddy Franklins, your Gary Ablett seniors, mm. your, your Tony Locketts, your Jason Dunstalls. I, I think the game has evolved so much you won't see that much anymore. Yeah. And yeah, an amazing feat—a thousand goals at the top level. One more year to go. Hopefully, hopefully, Buddy uh, can handle the extra year and get revenge on DeLong for last year's. He looks fit. He looks lean. Grand he looks like he's. Defeat. Yeah.
4: It looks like he's a lot leaner than he than he has been in the past. And I think you've got to do that. The older you get, when you get into your 30s, in in rugby league especially, I
1: think, only in some positions, I think you've got to lean up a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mate, he's his aerobic ability has not – I don't think it's – he's slowed down a little bit. Which is natural. Yeah, of course. He's, 30, gotta, he's 35 years well, of it's about age. Quality that. as opposed yeah. to quantity, yeah. And do you remember the start of the year there was talk that he, Swans should only get him to play the home games? Mm. And not travel? No, not bud. He had he had an outstanding year.
4: There's a really good story uh, when Buddy was at Hawthorne they winning comps under um, Alistair Clarkson as the coach. And there's a story, and I, the name of the young player escapes me, but there's a, a really good story um, when he was about to play his debut. There was s- stories all week throughout the the media saying this is the kid that's going to tag Buddy. He's going to actually shut him down, and He's the next, he's the new wonder kid. Anyway, they, they're they lining up for the bounce, standing in their position. And Buddy apparently said to him, how are you feeling? He said, yeah, I'm fine. Mm. He said, did you bring your running shoes today? We're doing 20, <laughs> 20 Ks. And so midway through the third quarter, the kid put his hand up and said, I'm cramping up. I've got to leave. Buddy kicked seven or eight that day. Yeah. yeah. He's special.
1: The, uh, for me, I, I, one red eye, one white eye when I watch AFL, but... There is no better sight in AFL football than seeing Buddy run down the wing, getting the ball at the back, running down the wing and just throwing it on his left foot at full pace from 60 out, and watching that ball sail straight through the sticks. And a different a kicking
4: style as well. You yeah, know, a lot of yeah. a lot of kicking coaches and, and some of the great kickers, like your Jason Dunstalls and Co. They look at it and say, I, "I can't see how he kicks it straight,"
1: oh, but incredible. it works for him. Hey, one of the great sporting moments of 2022, Buddy Franklin at a thousand goals. Uh, well done, Budster, and I'm glad you're going around for the Swans again uh, next year. Yes, it's a little biased. I, I understand. Uh, tomorrow night, another one. Let's hope tomorrow night it's not Geelong winning the AFL Grand Final. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to. Uh, going on a downer there. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. This is Sports Day. When we come back, Tuesday, true or false? Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car,
5: they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.